We are Maria and Nicole. We're two secular homeschooling moms that have been been there, done that. Homeschooling not only offers a unique and personalized education, but it also fosters a strong sense of independence in our teenagers. As homeschooled teens navigate their academic pursuits outside of a conventional classroom setting, they have the opportunity to develop self-reliance and a strong sense of responsibility. Homeschooling takes a fraction of the time compared to a traditional school day, and combined with newfound independence, teens are able to explore their interests and shape their own learning experiences, preparing them for the challenges of life in an empowering way. In today's episode, we're talking about teen independence and how to make sure that your teenager learns all those essential life skills, including driving before leaving home. Today is the 10th episode in our high school series, and if you haven't checked out the first nine episodes, be sure to visit our website for guidance on navigating the high school years. We have a lot of resources available to you for free, including our transcript, templates, and more. And as usual, we want to stress that our podcast is an inclusive space for your everyday parents that are looking for education options. We are not here to convince you to homeschool. Uh, We want to stress that you need to do what works for your child and for your family. Every family is different. Absolutely. And you know your children best. So uh, feel free to take what advice or information you get from here that works for you and chuck the rest. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Maria. How's it going? It is going great. My kitchen is finally put back together. It looks awesome. Uh, Thank you. It was a lot of work. Still like the dust. I can't wait to change Uh. all the filters on the HVAC. Yeah, I remember uh, one time when we had like a huge drywall project weeks later, maybe even months later, really, to be honest, I took pictures down off the wall and there was like a layer of drywall dust underneath that. I feel like you can't ever get it all back out again. Dirty (laughs) everywhere. So yeah, I'm constantly cleaning and yeah, yeah, I just ordered some new filters because I have a special size, of course. So I had to buy a pack of special sizes. So I'm waiting for those to come in. I have a permanent one. But it doesn't work as good as they promised, so I don't even want to wash it. I just want to get new ones. Yeah, get new ones. I also saw some excitement as I pulled up outside your house. You got like a tree down and stuff from (laughs) the weather last night. (laughs) Apparently, I slept well because I didn't even know until you said, hey, what's going on with the trees out front? And I'm like, huh? Yeah, what? I had to turn what around trees? and come down a different street. They wouldn't let me through. Oh. So the trees. But well, I only knew there was a storm because I my daughter flew in from St. Louis last night and got diverted to Houston and like her five o'clock flight ended up being like an eleven PM pickup and it was nuts out there. And I was a little worried for a minute because um she's twenty and I thought she might get stuck in Houston overnight. And you know, you can't like get a hotel room. How old do you have to be? Well, most of the time, 21. So, like, there's been times... Now, sometimes you can, like, call a hotel and get... But a lot of times they won't take a credit card authorization and a a same-day reservation. And you can't do that. You have to be the person. So, like, there's there's been times when I've traveled with other dancers, like, where I've had to come down in the middle of the night to, like, check in a 20-year-old. That makes me think of whenever I wanted to replace the Freon... Uh in the car and my daughter was doing it for me you know she does all the car stuff and they wouldn't let her buy it oh gosh even though she she was the one that rebuilt the car oh funny (laughs) but now today she called like before we got started and had rented a van for a motorcycle project she's 19 so I guess you can rent you can't rent a car but I guess you can rent a construction 
I don't. I, don't, don't I wonder have to be twenty five to rent a car. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I think you have to be twenty five. We're gonna have to get some pointers from <laughs> Riley on how to. Well, she's nineteen. That I, I, I don't know what she did, but I, I think she got it from U-Haul. But yeah, she's hauling a motorcycle somewhere to. I guess she bought a motorcycle that's a salvage, and I guess the guy didn't have the title. So she has to take the motorcycle somewhere to get it authorized. Yeah. To, I don't even know. So oh she my knows, goodness. she's she's adulting. She's adulting. <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. Last year, Jane had that whole travel thing in, in overseas in Europe where she had to navigate and spend an extra day in Amsterdam and stuff. I guess our kids ultimately are going to be OK. They're learning all kinds of stuff. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, fostering independence in homeschool teens is such a pivotal aspect of their educational journey. The unique nature of homeschooling provides a safe space for teens to develop essential life skills, self-motivation, autonomy. Parents can empower homeschool teens by allowing them to take ownership of their learning, encouraging them to set goals and manage their time, and, and really provide a diverse array of learning opportunities. Also engaging in open and constructive communication with your teen, as well as offering guidance and support rather than rigid control, can nurture their self-reliance. This emphasis on independence not only equips them with the tools they need to succeed academically, but also prepares them for the challenges and the opportunities that they're going to encounter in life. Right. So how do we do this, though? Like, how do you foster independence in your teenagers? This is not necessarily a natural skill for everybody. (laughs) Well, yeah, for sure. And the teen years are a time of personal growth, for sure. Teenagers typically feel an intense desire to establish an identity for themselves apart from their family. And this often begins in middle school While this sometimes manifests itself in expressions of teenage rebellion, it doesn't have to be like that. Children should be encouraged to learn about themselves and practice introspection and grow with intention. Guiding them towards independence is crucial for their personal growth and prepping them for adulthood. As high school draws to a close, it's a time to let your children really spread their wings. Let them dip their toes into the water of the adult world. Your active homeschooling might be winding down, but you're always going to be mentoring your child, especially as they start dabbling into adulthood. Uh, The more supported your child feels in this regard, the more successful they're going to be intellectually, professionally, emotionally. I'm dealing with this right now with my young adult son moving into a new apartment, a new town, starting his first (laughs) you know, real job. It's, whew, it's fun. Is he 21 now? Yeah. Yep. Love him. So how do we do that? Well, for one, you want to allow your teenager to make age-appropriate decisions. And this might include choices about clothing, their extracurricular activities, or their own schedules. You want to provide guidance, but let them have the final say in the non-critical matters. Exactly. Choose your battles, right? Assign age-appropriate household chores, self-care tasks. This teaches them to take care of their living environment and personal needs. Hygiene is super important. Taking care of your hair, your skin, your teeth. It's something you've been working on all along. But as they get older, there may be puberty-related challenges. Body odor, (laughs) greasy Mm -hmm. hair from increased oil production, acne. You know, make sure you're sharing products and information about these things. And, And that can be, you know, embarrassing. Sometimes Uh, we share a lot of videos back and forth on like makeup and hair in my house. (laughs) That can be like a casual way of like, oh, like, hey, did you see this TikTok? Yeah, and sometimes here in my home, we combine hygiene with stress relief. I found that if my teens are really stressed or they're doing a really hard assignment, 
I'll encourage them. I'm like, take a break and go take a shower. And sometimes this just washes the stress off and they also are hygienic. Oh, yeah. No, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And when your teenager faces challenges or dilemmas, guide them through the problem solving process. You can ask open ended questions to help them analyze the situation and encourage them to make the decision. Establish clear but reasonable rules and guidelines in your home. This helps them understand the importance of rules and boundaries in society. Right. And make sure you teach them to speak up for themselves and communicate their needs and concerns effectively, whether it's with, you know, teachers, siblings, peers, adults. Be sure to foster open and honest communication always. Make sure they know they can discuss their thoughts and feelings and concerns with you without judgment. It's also really important to teach them how to manage their time effectively. Encourage them to create their own schedules and set their own goals and prioritize tasks. Allow them to take ownership of their education by completing assignments and studying for the tests that they have, managing their own academic responsibilities. And remember, they're still learning, so be sure to offer support when needed. Don't just assume that you need to tell them just one time and you'll never have to do it again. That's not going to be the case. <laughs> that's not how teenagers work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an important one, too. Like, we've talked about that a couple other times when it comes to, like, setting, you know, figuring out how to plan your time and schedule. You know, we have ideas of how it works for us, but that's not always going to be the way that it works for them. Right. You know, helping them to find kind of their way. Um, and what works for them is important. Um, you also want to support their interests and hobbies, whether it's playing a musical instrument, pursuing a sport, engaging in creative activities. This helps them develop passions and skills on their own. Encourage them to explore their interests independently, even if it means self-directed learning outside of formal education. Provide access to resources, encourage reading, research, curiosity. And you also want to encourage volunteer work or even a part-time job to help them gain real-world experience, build their resume, and understand the responsibilities that come with employment. We had our extracurricular and volunteer episode where right. we had an entire ebook for them to be able to find something that works for them and resonates with them. Yeah, we've talked about teenagers getting jobs and things before, too. You also want to be a role model by demonstrating independence and responsible decision-making in your own life. <laughs> they are Mm -hmm. definitely going to be learning by example so don't be a hot mess (laughs) don't be a hot mess is is that the motto for this episode that is that is I might have to make a meme like moms don't be a hot mess And fostering independence will be a gradual process, and it's essential to strike a balance between providing guidance and allowing them to learn from their experiences, including making mistakes. Encourage them to take responsibility for their actions to learn from both successes and failures. Remember Einstein's quote, if you've never failed, you've never tried anything new. Dang, Einstein. He nailed it. (laughs) He did. So just a reminder that this is a weekly episode. We drop one every Thursday morning just for you. And if you have any additional ideas or comments, please come and comment on our Facebook page on the episode thread or send us an email at info at btdthomeschool.com. We'd really love to hear from you. So how do I teach my teenager to drive? Oh, life skill number one. (laughs) This is when things start to get real. Learning to drive is a huge milestone in a teenager's journey towards independence. It marks the transition from relying on parents for transportation to having the freedom to explore the world on their terms. 
The ability to get behind the wheel not only opens up new opportunities, but also comes with profound responsibilities. For many teens, it's a rite of passage that symbolizes their burgeoning adulthood, offering a taste of self-reliance. So let's talk about the significance of learning to drive in the context of teen independence, as well as the essential skills and steps required to help them become safe, responsible drivers. And, you know, we originally wrote this question as, how do I teach my teenager how to drive without dying a thousand deaths myself? (laughs) (laughs) This was probably like the hardest part of growing young people for me. I am not cut out to be a driver's ed instructor. (laughs) And, um, oh, and oh my goodness, the first time your new driver takes off in a car with all the rest of your children, like, Oh, my God. (laughs) So hopefully Maria has some calmer advice for this stage, because I'm about to start this with kid number three, and uh, it has not gotten any easier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wish I did have more calm advice. It was definitely one thing when they drove off on their own, but when they took their younger brother out for the first time, I felt nauseous. I really did feel nauseous <laughs> as they drove away. It's scary. It's like you're it like, is. that's my whole life in that car yeah. right now. And I, I just can't. And, you know, by the way, nowadays, this generation of kids don't feel the need to learn to drive right away, which is kind of weird. Like I was itching to get my license the minute I turned 16. But with Uber and like connections through social media, a lot of kids today are choosing to wait. Yeah. Like I see that a lot. All the time. Where people are like, oh, my kid doesn't even... My kid's not even interested. But I had a wise friend once tell me that she'd rather her kids make big mistakes with her car and her insurance than having them begin their driving experience at like 18 when they're also navigating adult life and maybe a new city or college and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Both my kids were eager to drive and they both started driver's ed at 14 to complete the course right when they turned 15. I kind of timed it as such. And that gave me a little comfort to know that they would have an entire year with their learner's permit practicing under my watch. Preparing your teen for driving involves a combination of educational, practical, and safety steps to ensure that they are well equipped to handle the responsibilities of being a safe and responsible driver. Yeah, one of the first things to do is enroll your teen in a state-approved driver's education course. Uh, There are often several options for this. Here in Texas, we can use an independent driving school, or you can do a parent self-taught course like ACEABLE. Yeah, it's a popular one. These courses cover essential traffic laws, road safety, and often include hands-on driving practice. Whichever one you choose, your teenager should thoroughly read and understand their state driver's manual. It covers the specific rules and regulations that they're going to need to know to pass that written test. And these tests aren't very hard, and everything that they will need to know will be taught in the course. A lot of it's really common sense. Do you follow Elise Myers on TikTok? I do. I love Elise did Myers. Did you see her funny? She had a funny video the other day about how she d- did something wrong on like a driver's license renewal form. And she had to go back in and take the test again because she did this ride. Like the whole thing is hilarious. Like She's hilarious. With, with a newborn baby. Oh, we should but tag she, her. Maybe she'll see our podcast. Oh, my gosh. We're tagging her. But yeah, she failed the driving test twice. <laughs> It was really funny. But yeah, so we say it's not a hard test. Might be hard again when it's not so fresh in your mind as an adult or when you just had a newborn baby. 
Um, but yeah, so you want to basically ensure your teen meets the age and educational requirements to obtain a learner's permit and a driver's license in your state. A trip to the DMV is always an adventure, so mm-hmm. you can have them help you gather up all your identification and information you'll need. And this will be a great lesson in uh, patience and bureaucracy. Oh, so many documents are needed. This is adulting 101. Oh my gosh, I never have enough. I and I've moved from state to state. I've moved 11 times, you know, 11 different states, and I have 11 different, like, DMV horror stories. <laughs> and but, but by the way, if you do have to wait for a really, really long time, make sure your teenager notes how awful this is so that that way it's going to encourage them to never, ever lose their license and have to do it again. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, our teenagers are not used to lines and waiting. It's one of the benefits of homeschooling, <laughs> but they might have to be doing that at the DMV. Yep. Once they get their learner's permit, it's time to start practicing. Start with parking lots and quiet residential streets, and then you can gradually progress to busier roads. We live in the Dallas area, and there are definitely busy roads here. Entering the highway for the first time is another mm. level to the anxiety mom. Oh, my goodness. Tell yeah, no, I outsourced that to my husband. <laughs> <That's> awful. <laughs> but it will get better, I promise. You also want to be sure to provide opportunities for them to practice practice various driving conditions and scenarios. Yeah, spend time discussing and demonstrating defensive driving techniques, including how to anticipate and react to potential hazards. Spend a significant amount of time supervising their driving to help them gain experience and confidence behind the wheel. Like, just throw them in there all the time, even though you don't want to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Teach them how to drive at night and in adverse weather conditions like rain, snow, and fog. Emphasize the importance of obeying traffic laws, using their seatbelts, avoiding distractions, and never driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol, or even riding passenger with someone under the influence. Yeah, I like to gift my kids, and and really all the kids I know, this is my usual graduation gift, uh, Uber gift cards. Oh, that's (laughs) Yeah, especially now that two of them have gone on to college. And I just told them, listen, I am happy to always pay for an Uber, no questions asked, as long as you promise never to get in a car under the influence or with somebody else who's under the influence. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah. You also want to teach your kids basic auto maintenance, like checking tire pressure and oil and performing routine safety checks. My 19-year-old daughter, we talked about her in the beginning, is a car enthusiast and has rebuilt several cars and motorcycles and is often horrified. She was just (laughs) telling me last night for like an hour ranting how little people know about cars. I may just be one of those people, (laughs) but I do know the basics. In the show notes, I'm going to post a free auto maintenance lesson guide that will guide you to teach your child, even if you don't have a lot of the basic knowledge yourself. Yeah. It just steps you through it so they can learn some of these skills. That's awesome. Uh, many states have a graduated licensing program that includes restrictions for new drivers, such as limits on nighttime driving and the number of passengers. Like, I know we have something like that here yeah, where you we can do only take... In Texas. You can only take one other non-related One person. other non-related so you can take a couple siblings and one friend but you can't take two friends under the age of 18 yeah and you know what i'm surprised at how many parents don't enforce that by the way oh my gosh i think i know one person that enforces that beyond my family i know somebody like kind of acted like i was crazy i made them like switch around cars one day or i went along and grabbed somebody i don't i don't know i'm surprised like i think it's a good rule i also personally i don't let my kids ride with new drivers for at least a year 
or drive other kids around for the first year or so other than their siblings. Yeah, so. I have a six-month policy on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- everybody's different. Everybody's got their own things. Like, it's fine to have, like, <laughs> rules about that. So just make sure your teen complies with these restrictions. They're there for a reason. You can include your teen on your auto insurance policy and explain the importance of safe driving habits and keeping insurance rates manageable. And this varies from state to state. You don't have to do that here until they are licensed. So you usually have a free pass during the learner permit time because this can get really, really expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, So expensive. Yeah. Try adding like two drivers in a year and cars and (laughs) And all that. (laughs) Um, If they need to, you can take practice written and driving tests to help them prepare for actual exams. Uh, We did the actual driving uh, test through a local independent school, uh, like around the corner from my house. Uh, They have a YouTube video of the driving test. So we went and practiced the actual route that they were going to do. And uh, we would go off and they had like cones always set up in their parking lot to practice parallel parking. (laughs) We'd go over there like, every day. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. It's important that they know what to do in case of an accident or a breakdown or other emergency situations. So be sure to go over all of that with them. Test out how empty your tank gets when it's on E. Show them how to call roadside assistance if you have it or AAA, whoever you have. Yeah, we also like sat down and went through like the actual car manual. And that was uh, came after my son one day kept getting gas because of the E that he saw on his mirror. And then we found out that was East. (laughs) He thought that E for East. Yeah, so he was like, he'd keep going to get gas, but it was already like full. Oh my gosh. I was like, that's the wrong. <laughs> it was really funny. Like my in my car, you know, oh my, my car that we learned to drive in did not have the He's so like funny. the directions there. It was really funny. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was handy. My dad always would do that with us was to test out when you get a new car, test out like how long you can go on an empty tank and just have one ready there to test it out. <laughs> yeah, E does not mean enough. <laughs> no. um, some families may also consider creating a written agreement that outlines your expectations and rules for your teen's driving. This could include curfews, passenger restrictions, and consequences for breaking the rules. And they've been driving around with you their entire life and learning from you. So be sure that you're a positive role model by practicing safe and responsible driving habits yourself. Your actions can significantly influence your teen's behavior behind the wheel. Do you text and drive? And there's a good chance that they will too. Kids are always watching. You can help your teenager become a competent, responsible, and safe driver, ensuring that they are well prepared for the challenges of the road. Yes. We will include some of the links and ideas and everything that we're talking about on our show notes on our website, so be sure to check that out after you listen. I'm going to have some great free resources for this episode, so sign up for our newsletter so you don't miss out. So moving on to all the other essential life skills, how do we teach them? Well, have you ever seen people online complaining about adulting? (laughs) (laughs) The term adulting has really become a catch-all phrase describing the tasks, all the tasks and responsibilities really characteristic of adulthood. The latter years of high school are a great time to introduce your child to some of the skills a person needs to be a competent, functional adult. And really, you've been teaching them life skills all along, but now it's time to step it up. Now it's time to teach life skills like opening a bank account, home and auto maintenance, the basics of tax preparation, filling out a FAFSA form for college, 
how to fill out a job application and talk to a prospective employer. These sorts of skills are the things a child should learn as they transition into adulthood. They aren't all about job skills or higher education, but just about navigating the adult world in general. This is one of those things where homeschool teens really have an advantage. People often complain that these skills are not taught in school. Well, they're taught in my school, and you can teach them in your school, too. Exactly. Teaching important life skills to homeschooled teenagers is a critical part of their education. These skills are going to equip them for independence, self-reliance, and success in various aspects of life. So here's some essential life skills to teach homeschooled teenagers. Okay, the first one is financial literacy. Teach them the basics of personal finance, budgeting, saving, investing, and managing money. You can cover topics like understanding credit, taxes, and how to make informed financial decisions, how to improve and maintain your credit score. That's a yeah. big one. Yeah. I remember watching like an old like Dave Ramsey video or something uh, years ago where he asked the audience, like how many people in the audience are in their 20s? And then how many people in the audience are in their 40s and wished they had this information when they were in their 20s? Yeah. That's for sure. Dave Ramsey's Teenage Financial Literacy course is awesome. I know you've used that one, Nicole. I have. Yeah, and I also happen to follow the Dave Ramsey envelope system. It really helps me to stay on track. And my kids have always learned right alongside me as I've used this system. And they know that in the envelope, if there's no money, we can't buy it. There's nothing in that bank account. Yeah. Yep, there's a lot of uh, good programs out there. I actually don't really like Dave Ramsey as a person. Yeah, not a big fan of his politics. Yeah, exactly. But lots of good programs. And you know what? Lots of good stuff you can buy used if you don't like to necessarily support (laughs) certain uh, (laughs) authors and resources, but you do like the programs. So, you know, we're flexible and adaptable. Um, Next, let's talk about time management and organization, which we talk about a lot here. Uh, We've talked about this in several episodes, and study skills fall in this category too. Help your kids develop effective time management skills, setting goals, prioritizing tasks, creating schedules. This skill is crucial for academic success in managing responsibilities. We want them to know how to learn new skills and how to research information critically. Also having confidence in their ability to learn new things. Taking notes and independent learning is so important. I started teaching my kids how to take notes in middle school. Right. Communication skills are also important. Teach effective verbal and written communication, including active listening, public speaking, how to write emails and formal documents, uh, using technology. We live in a tech world, whether we like it or not. And I get that some people want to restrict access to that, but your kids do need to learn how to use the tech around us, typing, making presentations, how things work, etc. Yeah, I was on a message board recently when somebody posted about not letting a child use technology until they were 12 years old. And I was really surprised when so many people came on and agreed with that original poster. And let me tell you, I totally get it. I get wanting to keep our kids safe. Heck, I didn't even let my kids watch TV or use devices at all until five years old. Did you know that, Nicole? I did that because I really wanted to solidify their reading. But technology is here to stay and we need to teach our kids how to use it. My daughter started programming when she was eight years old and then built her first computer when she was 10 years old. I know this is not every kid, but for someone like her that's really interested in technology, she would have lost four years of education. Oh, absolutely. There's ways to introduce 
tech and things like that at a younger age without feeling like you're throwing your kids out to the wolves. Um, You want to teach them how to stand up for themselves both online and in real life. Be a self-advocate. So, you know, talk about the importance of boundaries and consent and all of that in real life as well as online. We talked about this a lot in our recent high school episode about relationships. And this all goes along with critical thinking. Encourage your kids to think critically, analyze information, solve problems, and make decisions based on evidence and logic. Problem solving, recognizing fallacies, debating properly, how to recognize propaganda. That's a big one. If you're going to let them online, make sure they understand that. Yeah, for sure. The next thing is self-care and well-being. You want to instill the importance of physical and mental health. Teach them about nutrition, exercise, stress management, and the ability to seek help when needed. Teach them about basic first aid, how to learn and where to find information, survival skills such as identifying plants, how to tell time and direction from the sun, how to survive, avoid an animal attack, take a CPR course. And really, some of these basic skills are things that you've been teaching them all along. So you just might want to expand on some of them. Absolutely. Help them learn how insurance works and how to navigate the healthcare system. Well, I I still don't know that one. Well, it's hard. (laughs) But, you know, how to fill out medical forms. That's uh, something you've probably been doing for them that they need to learn. Teach them stress relief, meditation, um, how to call and make appointments. Those are all important things. And this is another topic that we talk a lot about is cooking and nutrition. Teach them the basic cooking skills, meal planning, and the importance of a balanced diet. Understanding food labels and dietary needs is also an essential skill. Meal planning and grocery shopping, gardening and preserving too. Some people like to do that. I know my mom taught me that. In a previous episode, we created a free meal planner for the homeschool mom. You can download it and have your teenager start doing some of the meal planning. Start by doing it with them until they can independently meal plan for the entire family. And this is one of my favorite things about having teens. I know. You like coming home to your dinner on the table. I do. You've said that many times. (laughs) I'm going to come to your house and eat your dinner before you get here. (laughs) I made my kids cookbooks with family recipes, and it also has like a very basic list of all the things that they should know how to cook, like simple things like omelets and rice and boiled eggs, a, a simple cream sauce, gravy, you know, all of those things. If you know a few basics, you're never going to go hungry. Uh, my youngest watches a lot of TikTok cooking videos, and you should see and smell like the things that she makes. Like she takes ramen to a whole new level. Oh, that's nice. Oh, she adds like she's got like 17 ingredients out there. I don't even know what she's doing, but it smells delicious. Oh, love ramen. You also want to ensure that they know how to perform basic household chores like laundry, ironing, cleaning, and minor repairs. They should also be familiar with some home safety measures, basic house repair, like using an anchor to hang a picture, how to unclog a toilet, change the fire alarm battery, switch out the AC filter. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, lawn care, gardening, uh, snow shoveling or winterizing if you live in a, a area that that applies to. So all of those are essential life skills. You want to teach them how to build and maintain relationships, navigate social situations, both in person and online, teaching them the difference between growth and a fixed mindset and staying true to their word, social media etiquette and how their reputation will precede them. Being considerate of other people's feelings, doing the right thing, even when it's not the popular choice. Again, these are things that we've been teaching them all their life. 
We have an entire e-guide that helps guide you and your teenager through healthy relationships, consent, spotting red flags, among other things. You know, these kids are moving away from the family into their own relationships and they're going to be more meaningful for them. So they have to know how to navigate these kinds of relationships. Yeah, absolutely how to act when pulled over by the police or questioned by them. Uh, And we talked about this in the previous segment about driving, but what to do if you're involved in an accident. These are things that we hope are not going to come up, but they might, and your teenager needs to be prepared. My two oldest go to school or live far away, and they've definitely needed a lesson in small town speed traps. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a real thing. You also want to teach them about searching for a job and career development. Help them to create a resume, search for jobs, and prepare for interviews. Discuss career goals and pathways to achieve them. How to fill out the forms and taxes. Yeah, we talked about that recently. The W, filling out that W-4 at your first like work thing can be tricky. Um, Emotional intelligence. Teach emotional regulation, empathy, conflict resolution. These skills are essential for healthy relationships, emotional well-being, and, you know, helping manage relationships, making phone calls, public speaking, all of these things. Oh, coordinating and planning small events. Like, that's Mm -hmm. something, you know, you don't often realize the importance of a RSVP until you plan your own event. How to utilize public transportation, planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, I'm so glad my kids know how to navigate airports, especially after last night. Here are some books that I read for this episode that I really, really uh, recommend. Uh, One is Home Ec for Everyone, Practical Life Skills in 118 Projects, Cooking, Sewing, Laundry, Domestic Arts. It's by Sharon Bowers. That was a really good one. There's also Shop Class for Everyone. Uh, These both are written by the same author group. Uh, Practice Life Skills in 83 Projects. And it was plumbing, wooden, metalwork, electrical, mechanical. They're really cool. Like, I think these books would be good for even non-teenagers, like adults. Um, And another one is called How to Be a Person. 65 Hugely Useful, Super Important Skills to Learn Before You're a Grown-Up be a great like stocking stuffer gift like that and of course those will all be listed on our show notes with other references that we've talked about and by incorporating these life skills into your homeschooling curriculum you can empower your teenagers to navigate the challenges of adulthood with confidence and competence so tune in next week for episode 54 how do homeschoolers transition from elementary to middle school? And this is a big jump in maturity from a little kid to a bigger kid. And often this middle age gets forgotten. They are. They're like the little lost generation. We're not going to forget them. We're not. We're going to help you guide them. Okay. See you next time. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Cheers. Be sure to check us out on our website at btdthomeschool.com, as in been there, done that, btdthomeschool.com. You can join our mailing list and get news and updates on future podcasts. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at the BTDT Been There, Done That Homeschool Podcast.